This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Foo. I'm your host, James Foo Torres, or you can call me Foo, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have the founder of Sierra Lewick Consulting, Sierra Lewick. <laughs> so, and I'm going to let her tell you more about that. But first, Sierra, how are you? I'm fantastic, man. And I didn't know you went by Foo. And so I was all like, what's up, Foo? Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like it. <laughs> oh, there's, yeah, I guess there's, uh, that has happened to me a couple of times. And that's why do the introduction make sure you know you see pr uh, foo pr strategist like i make it because foo is is the first part of my last name so i have a two-word last name it's my dad's and my mom's that's how we do it in, in puerto rico so um that's always been like my nickname people in school call me foo all the time or kung Fu. my cousin called me too so it's just <laughs> been foo and i'm embracing it it's, it's good now that i'm in business it's memorable it's one syllable it, it's 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 catchy so i like it <laughs> yeah it's um, awesome so, um, so let's, let's start with a quick introduction about yourself and your company. Yeah, uh, my name is Sierra Lewick. Obviously, you've already said that, but um, I am a mom of five. I have five kids. They range in ages from 16 all the way down to five. Um, I've been married for 18 years. My husband is prior service army and um, he's a veteran now. And because of my business, he was able to transition out of the military last year and has not had to take on another job yet at this point. And is just kind of able to figure out what he wants. Um, before before actually starting my business, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I went from making $0 a month to now my company's collected over half a million. We've helped um, our clients to be able to collect from online business sales um, to the tune of like several million dollars. And so, I mean, it's just been, it's just been a wild ride for the last two and a half years. And specifically what we do is we, like, if you've ever been in a Facebook group or in some kind of a community that feels either super spammy, it's completely dead, or only the admins or the leaders are the ones who are actually getting any kind of real engagement or attention. We're the people that they bring in when they want to have high, such high engagement that people love it so much. They never want to leave. People actually enjoy being sold to, and then they love bringing in tons of people just like them. And so, um, that's realistically what we do. We help turn brands into movements that sell. That's so cool. Um, I have that word uh, of, of movement. Uh, I don't know if you saw in my, in my, uh, in my Facebook, right? Like we empower ideas into movements. So I, of the bat, you know, we're very aligned. Uh, so I'm excited to what we're going to get here into, because I know it's going to be really valuable. Um, so um, let, my first question is, do you have uh, any advice given your expertise, I guess, you know, with, with the group? So where should people start to create this group, these communities to, to then, you know, build them, start a movement with it? Uh, well, first off, First off, people people don't just start groups for no reason. 
people usually have a big like passion or purpose that they're that they're wanting to start a group for and there's always some kind of underlying reason so i always encourage people there's three things that we do whenever we're founding a group and it's mission purpose vision the vision is like where do you want to be in the next like a lot of people aren't very far sighted so being short sighted where do you want to be in the next year if everything went according to plan and it went exactly as you wanted it to go and you had no obstacles whatsoever what would life look like a year from now? So we start there and we figure out like, what do people actually really want? Then once we know what they want, then we can look at, okay, what is the mission? So what are the actions that we're going to take? And my favorite mission statement to use, I actually um, yoinked it from Russell Brunson's book, Expert Secrets, but it's the, it's the one where um, it's like, if I can convince people that the only way to get this is through this method that I created, then all other objections become irrelevant. Um, it's, it's that statement from there. And so we use that for the mission statement usually. Um, but the idea there is your mission is actually the actions that you're taking. So then when we get to the purpose statement, the purpose statement is the why behind the what. And so we realistically want to have a purpose statement that just makes people immediately when they hear it, they're just like, oh my God, that's me oh my God, this is exactly what I've been looking for. It's like, we're basically just entering the conversation in their mind and giving a voice to the feelings and the passions and everything that they've had inside of them that they've been afraid to say, you're being the leader of that voice. And so a lot of people struggle, I think, to step into that because they're afraid to be the leader. Like, who am I to be the leader? There's a lot of imposter syndrome that happens. And so like that's, mindset is probably one of the first things that we work on as we're stepping into that. But if you're going to start a group, I would say, don't even worry about all of that. Just freaking start it. Um, it, and the goal would be for anyone that I work with, the goal is let's just make some money on Facebook. Let's just start there make you some money on Facebook. Once you've made some money, then you can decide what you want to do. I like it. I like it. Um, that, that aligns a lot with what I think too. Uh, and I'm big into communities. I'm big into let's make money. Let's test this out after you have proven that the market wants it and they're willing to pay for it, then that's when we're going to start adding bells and whistles and, and commit to to things and to put more effort into into it, right? So uh, it, that aligns perfectly. And I love how you say that uh, having the purpose, the mission, and vision, uh, it, it's something that I, 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 I say this is the components to starting a movement. That's how I, I profess this, right? And, and it, because, you know, mission, what you're doing right now, vision, what you're doing next. And then uh, what I say is in the purpose, I, I call it like being, having something that is relatable, that is bigger than yourself, that people can relate to, then they see the mission and then the vision, like where you're going. So then they get on board. And that's with every community, regardless if it's uh Facebook group or you're doing it on circle, you're doing it on LinkedIn groups or even Slack too. Like uh, that's how I'm doing it. And uh, my uh, strategic advisor board is also doing it like that with Slack. So uh, as long as the method that you use really is not uh, the thing, it's just how can you put the components that people are really can relate to it and, uh, and commit to it to be part of something bigger than an individual and that's how you start a movement, right? Uh, and and then from there, it's okay. You you carve your way into the market. Now, like, let's add uh, authority and visibility. And that's why you know when I when I come in with the with the publicity, it's like, look, you already have a fire started. Let's put more fuel to this fire and take it national, and so you can impact millions. So we're very aligned. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds um, like it. 
Yeah. So, uh, what are what are some some challenges that that you you come across when you're helping your clients or, or growing your own business that uh, you have been able to overcome that you think is worth sharing with the audience? Oh, how much time do you have? <laughs> I guess you can say a few. Um, <laughs> um uh, so. Real quick, uh, I hope you don't mind. What is the audience that is your target for this podcast in particular? Uh, it's business owners, uh, uh, business leaders. They 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 want to uh, being able to impact as many people as possible in a positive way. And usually are in like consultancy firms, agency owners, uh, uh, authors, speakers. That's that that's the the common okay. listeners. Okay. So, um, so I wanted to shape whatever I share based on, based on them, because there's a lot of things that I could go into. Um, I'm the kind of person who takes a lot of quick action and is not afraid to make mistakes. I used to be afraid for years to make mistakes. And I was very much a perfectionist and wanted to do everything right. It's actually, I'm an ENFJ and by nature things that, um, when I don't have enough time to get things done to my standards, it stresses me out a lot. So I just wouldn't take action on things that I knew were going to stress me out. Now I've changed that over time. And so now I take a lot of really quick action and I just, I just go out there and get things done. I have an idea. I just run with it. Um, and that results in a lot of problems that arise. Um, but I'm also very, very solutions focused because I stay positive most of the time. And so, because, uh, when you are in a negative mindset, you can only see problems. And when you're in that positive mindset, you can start seeing solutions. And it's just like the way that our brain is wired. And so I'll do little things. For example, um, I'll start my client calls with wins. I know a lot of people do that because the energy feels good. And that's why most people start it. But I start our calls with wins specifically because I know that their questions are going to be struggles. I know that their questions are going to be the obstacles that they're facing. And whatever those struggles or obstacles are, when we start with wins and gratitude and that positive mindset, our brain just starts to start finding solutions because we're sitting here thinking about all of the different solutions we've created. It just, um, I, I really like, uh, there's this exercise that Tony Robbins did years ago that I, I heard on something and it was just so good. But essentially what happens is, is like, if you close your eyes for a second, um, but before you do, you look around the room and you find everything of one specific color. So it's like, for you, I, th I can see there's a lot of black you know, cause you're set up for podcasts, but like, say for instance, you looked around your room for anything that you could find that was red. I have a lot of red too. My phone, my computer around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, you look around the room, like even on like behind me, I see like the hearts and I see my LFG sign. I see like several other things in front of me, like on my bookshelf and on my calendar and just like all over the room, there's red. And it's like, I'm so focused on the red and I'm finding like, where is it at in the room? And I'm trying to remember where it is. And I'm trying to remember what it looks like. And I'm trying to remember where things are that I need to access because red is the color that I'm looking for right now. And I just feel so successful because I found so much red right but then you close your eyes and when you close your eyes for a second you start thinking about all of the red things and this is exactly what happens every night when we go to sleep we're starting to think about all the things from the day so close your eyes and without cheating so if anyone's watching this or listening to this on the replay close your eyes don't cheat now I want you to think about everything in the room that's blue don't open your eyes yet see if you can think about anything in the room that's blue and then open your eyes and just look around 
how many blue things are right in front of you that you didn't even realize because you weren't paying attention to it. And the thing is, is that whatever we're focused on is what we find more of. And so that has been, that's been one of my favorite exercises because it's like, when I was pregnant, I saw pregnant women everywhere. When I wanted to get a new blacked out suburban, I saw black suburbans everywhere. But before that, I probably had black suburbans around me all the time, but I just never saw them. And so it's the same way with obstacles and solutions. It's like when we're so focused on the obstacle, it's going to be very rare that you'll actually find whatever the solution is. So I, I know that that's not exactly what you asked. Like you wanted to dive into the weeds of like specific obstacles, but I think that this one in and of itself helps with all the obstacles that we could face. No, no, I'm, I'm, I am here uh, just a guide, right? Like I'm just guiding the conversation where it goes is really, you know, you are, I'm presenting you to give value to my audience. The way that you do it is, is up to you. And in my opinion, I am the audience right now, right? And I, I think it's good, right? Uh, and, and, and so awesome, awesome, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Crushing the game over here <laughs> because um, there's there's a lot of truth to it. Uh, the way that I see it, and uh, the word of this podcast that I tell all the time, uh, most of my episode is perspective. And and when you come in with these things, that might be things that I've listened to before uh, in, in different ways, but your perspective is so different and unique and combined with things of other people, but with your touch. And when we practice things like you just did, and, and I started thinking about that, I started thinking about uh, all the times that I'm frustrated. And then I keep seeing if I stay there, I will always find new ways that this can go wrong. It's like, oh, this can go around this way and that way. And what if, and what I, right. But then if I think about solutions, it's like, okay, like, you know, things can change quick. Like I can meet somebody here, blah, blah. So I just, I just do, do the work and, and think and just concentrate on finding solutions instead of problems. And then suddenly like things just seem to work out. Right. You know, and, and it happens a lot that when you are, like there is uh, you're in like the lowest and when you think it's like damn like but then you decide to like look i'm not gonna be a victim and then you start just start moving even though you don't know the solution where's gonna be but you already focus on that then they seem to appear so i'm a firm believer of what you said and, and something that you said that uh makes sense for me or, or remind me is there's a from a song of uh disclosure actually it's called it says um where your focus goes your energy flows um so that's something that 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 came to mind when you were saying those things because it's it's true it's just where you put your focus uh it's it's that that where your energy goes so it it goes very aligned with that and 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 that's why i love love asking about focus to people so i'm glad that you you brought that in about the focus because that's a that's a big thing uh, in business and in life in general to be honest well and since you're since you brought up about like where your focus goes your energy flows it's like Anything that we're thinking about is what begins to manifest in our lives. And anything that you want in your future, um, you have to think about it first and you have to decide that you want it. The moment that you decide it is when you receive it because nothing is going to fall into place until you decide. If you decide that you want to become an amazing singer, then you might decide to go get voice lessons. You might decide to start a YouTube channel. You might decide to start reaching out to other people to write songs and collaborate on music events locally and then start finding somebody to do PR for you to go get you booked at a lot of places. You might find all of that stuff 
But until you decide that you want to be a singer, you're not going to take any of those actions. And so it all starts in our mind. Everything that we want in life starts in our mind. And so um, there's actually a song, another song that came up for me. As soon as you said that, I was like, was it this one? Was it this one? Was it this one? I know a lot of really great songs that are all about that. But um, one of my favorite ones recently I've been listening to on Spotify, it's called Manifestation. And um, it says something like, uh, and uh, pardon me for singing on the podcast, but it's like, Move into the rhythm of my intuition. Anything I want, I speak into existence. And it says, that's how I'm living. That's how I'm winning. Um, But it's like, I love it because it's talking about we move to the rhythm of our intuition. Anything we want, we speak it into existence. And it's like, we can have ideas in our mind. And if thinking about it was enough, then everybody would have everything that they want. Thinking about it is not enough. So we have to start speaking it. The moment we start speaking it, especially in front of other people, like we can't just speak it to ourselves inside of our closet and think that something's going to happen. The moment we start speaking it to other people, there's now this unspoken pressure that sits on top of us. And so it's like we said, we told all of our friends, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be going to do this with hanging out with this person on Friday. Okay, so now all of our friends know that we're supposed to go hang out with some famous person on Friday or something like that. If we don't go hang out with that famous person, we feel ashamed. So guess what we're going to make sure happens on Friday? We're going to make sure we go hang out with whoever that was because we put that unspoken pressure on ourselves. And then it's like, yeah, I'm going to be up on that stage next year. You know, it's like, okay, well, cool. I'm going to have to take all the steps to get there. So we're going to make that happen because we spoke it out loud to other people. And it's like the moment you start speaking it out loud, it sets things into motion in a different way. Um, when we speak versus just reading things. So if anyone does like morning formulas or vision boards or manifestation or whatever, if you just think about it, it's one thing. It's okay. Your mind starts to vision it. It's cool. And your brain starts to process it. And brain doesn't know the difference between dream versus reality in terms of storing memories. And so sometimes dreams will feel like they were real, but they didn't actually really happen. Right. But so that part's cool. But the moment you start speaking it, you start engaging your other senses and you start to feel it at a deeper level. And there's only two ways that we can make those permanent changes in our life. One is by having a significant emotional experience, which you really can't replicate on your own. Like that's going to be something that happens in your life, either a really good, amazing feeling that suddenly happens or a really terrible feeling that suddenly happens. That's usually what happens. The other way is through repetition, which is why they tell, they tell people to speak their vision every single day, multiple times a day. I think um, Napoleon Hill did uh, the 13 keys of success or something like that. You can find it on YouTube for free. Um, he talks about, you need to be saying it at least like 12 or 13 times a day, which is like once an hour, once an hour, you should be speaking your vision out loud. But the thing that happens is it activates something inside of us. When we start speaking it out loud, it's like we're using our, our voice. So we're not just engaging our vocal cords and feeling it. And it's not just resonating in our chest. We're also hearing it with our ears. So we feel it. The moment we start to speak it, we begin to feel it. It starts coming to pass in our vision. When we talk it to other people and we feel that external pressure, we're now starting to be like, oh crap, what if this happens? And our mind starts ideating the obstacles. And this is the part that is most important for manifestation is when we start thinking, oh God, what if this happens? Our mind starts to think about how we could overcome those obstacles. 
And that's probably the biggest part of manifestation that most people miss. And so um, it's really important just to like wrap this all up and bring it to a close. If you really want to get what you're focusing on, you have to speak it out loud. You have to do it openly and publicly. You have to be willing to make those mistakes and overcome those obstacles. And you have to find joy in making mistakes. You really have to enjoy making mistakes and be excited about making those mistakes because then you're creating this joy on the journey because I can tell you that if you set your heart to achieve something and then you achieve it, you're going to have a state of depression afterwards if that's the only thing you're focused on finding joy in because once you achieve it, now what? Okay, I'll, I'll pause there. That's, um, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And, and, you know, like, um, I'm always thinking about these things, uh, because I, I do believe in manifestation. I also do believe that I, uh, I'm far from mastering it. Um, like I, I have a lot of battles in my mind all the time. Right. And when you say these things, I always have, I always have both things. Like I, I am aware of the things and I'm, and I'm, I was thinking about solutions and then like sometimes they're like a lot of things happen and, and, and it's like, damn, like all these things, it's, it, they feel like they're holding me back. Like I have all this, cause I, as I did all these mistakes, I've grown a lot. Right. So as, as mentally, uh, as a leader, like in so many ways I've, I've grown, like I've been doing this for two years and a half. I think we started about the same time. Cause you said two years and a half too. Right. Is that correct? Yeah, you started. So so we started at the, at the same time, which is kind of cool. I guess 2020 is, you know, like the COVID uh, business owners, babies, I guess. Uh, but um, mine was my story was slightly, slightly different. It wasn't because of COVID, but but yes. I mean, I, I, I didn't do a big, eh, I don't know. I, I, COVID was uh, an igniter or something because I, I was already coming from um I was in the military at the time. So that's another thing that I know, like your husband, it was like ex-military, I'm all, all military too. So that's another thing we have in common. Oh, I was what in the was Air the, Force. what branch? Air Force? Yeah, Air Force. Very cool. Uh, active duty. So, and then I was, if you see, I put that there just yesterday because I was going through my stuff. That's my dog tags right there. You oh know? yeah, no, yeah. they're so si so small. I didn't notice them. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so I put them there yesterday, I think. So that's <laughs> something very new. Uh, cause I was going through some paperwork. So, and I found him. So I was in the, I was in the military and I was uh, looking for something more fulfilling. You know, I just want to do something that, that I can have more control of my life and I can actually uh, impact more people and, and I can feel just, this is life is worth living and I'm doing something to make it better, you know, to make this world better. And that's how I started looking for options in the, the fact about COVID was like, well, I always wanted to work online. Now I want to work online even more. And then uh, I have uh, money because I came from deployment recently. I, I have time and I have a job lined up here in Intel, Oregon, uh, in, uh, here in like Hillsboro. And then, so I have this safe space and that's when I uh, I was like, well, if I fail, I have a job. So <laughs> that's when I started. So that's like COVID wasn't like, a, it was more like a, an extra motivator because there was nothing to do outside. So I might as well just spending money on me and mm -hmm. just stay in because everybody's staying in anyway. So, uh, and then from there, that's when I discovered the agency models, started learning about PR. And then that's how I, I started going and, and do this journey and just making connections. And from there is, is 
I always thought that I'm a people person. So I was, oh, this is going to be easy. I know how to, I love talking to people. I just, you know, just get them to like me. I have something good that they want. That's it. And it was a lot harder than that. I started learning about business in general, how to develop and learning about sales was a big, big, big focus for me, right? So I said, making money is the main thing to be able to have a business. And then uh, from there, I started having things like the, this podcast. And then now this podcast has allowed me to connect with amazing people like you and, and bring to have a, a very valuable conversation that we record and then we share with the world. So that's why I really, I really like this. And, and throughout this journey, I, I've grown so much, but uh, a lot of times one thing that uh, it messed me up still that I'm trying to, to not let it mess me up is even though I, I learned so much and, and it was good, but then the fact that I, 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 it has hurt me so much that the hiring the wrong people has been my my biggest downfall since I've been in business. And in those things, I'm still carrying with them because I had to like pay out of pocket and come up with other hires. And then some of the other hires weren't that great either. So to us being has been that thing, it's something that I'm like, I'm always thinking like, look, I want to, I want to manifest a, the, a great team. And for that, okay, I'm taking the decisions to, you know, look for, for the right people and ask questions and stuff. And I guess in there, in there, I, I, I don't know if it's skill sets that I still don't have. And that's why um I don't still don't hire that great. Or if it's because of like acting on, on, on certain like survival mode sometimes that, that has like, whoa, I need somebody right now. And then I didn't spend more time uh, to be able to to hire the right people. So that's my pointing here is that I I have this thing of like, I'm super positive. I, I, I do yoga. I take care of myself. I legit every single day, I want to be the best version of myself that I can possibly be. And I'm always giving value to people because I, I always think, look, if you lead with value, you add a lot of value to people, things are going to be fine. But then a lot of people take advantage of me and stuff. And then that kind of sucks, you know? And, and that's why I'm I'm thinking sometimes it's like, am I not manifesting properly? Or like, what am I doing sometimes that that that, that is the lacking between like, I'm giving so much value, I'm growing so much, but then I, I keep not having like the desired results just because I, I guess I, I put too much faith in the wrong people or I put too much in the wrong people. And and that's things that have like still carrying to this day, right? So those those other things. I don't know what what is giving of this information that I just gave you. What what are your thoughts on it? Well, first off, that was a lot of information. That's a long story. I think we've all been there at one time or another. Um, so my my journey, I jumped into like I hired my first mentor, and my first mentor was um, Client Kit, and um, I hired I jumped into Client Kit. I created my first offer. Um, they actually, it was the moment that I was on the phone call that I was like, he, I was like, I don't even know what I would do. And I was like, I was kind of thinking something with mindset and I was kind of thinking something with Facebook groups. And he's like, well, tell me more about that. And he told me a couple, or like he had me tell a couple stories and he was like, well, it sounds like you've already done really well with Facebook groups. You've helped people make money with them before. Why don't you just do that? And I was just like, okay, cool. Why not? (laughs) And I think it was like that willingness to jump in and that decision in that moment, because from that point forward, I just decided 
to do it. And most people just won't even make that decision. Right. So I jumped in, um, I was making $0 a month. I pulled in my first client. When I pulled in my first client, I had collected $1,900. I was like stupid excited about it. I remember I was just like, Oh my gosh, babe, look at how much money I made, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I was, I was just like dancing all over the house. Well, the next month I collected 7,700, the next month I collected 12,000. And then the next month I collected 20,000. And I actually had a couple $20,000 months back to back. And then I stagnated and had a dip month immediately after. I mean, I hit my first hundred K within six months, but then I had a dip immediately after. And it was because I got the money and then immediately wanted to make hires. And this is probably one of the biggest mistake I see a lot of people who are under $100,000 a month make is that they make a little bit of money and they're making long-term decisions based off of temporary finances. And so you want to hire on team members based on the fact that you just had a 10K or a 20K or a 50 or a 100K month. And so you're bringing on all these new team members based on the one high month that you had. It's not a good decision for moving forward. You can't make future decisions based off of temporary finances. And when you have one big month, that's not the best time to be hiring. <laughs> um, and so what we actually do, and here's a small thing that anyone can do in terms of just budgeting for hiring, is you can take your last three months of collected and add them all up together and then divide by three. That's going to give you your average across those three months. Now, granted, if you went 20K, 20K, 100K, that's not going to give you great numbers. Go with your three months prior to that to make your hiring decisions. But, um, but the idea is that you want it to be sustainable. And also, too, another big mistake I see in the beginning is that people who are newer to business will hire new people people who are also newer to business. When you hire other people who are newer to business, it's like the blind leading the blind. Um, and that that's like a story from the Bible where they talk about the blind leading the blind and they're both going to fall into a ditch because a blind person can't show another blind person where to go because they don't, they don't see where to go either. And so um, the idea and the concept is, is you want to actually in the beginning hire experts. It's going to be a little bit pricier. So hire slow, fire fast. But um, when you hire experts in the beginning, the experts are going to come in and actually fix the areas that you need help with, as opposed to hiring somebody who's also brand new, you still haven't figured out your own SOPs, and then you're trying to bring somebody else in who like doesn't know how to do SOPs either, and then it's like, they work with you for a little bit. You're having to do a ton of training to teach them your style. They're trying to figure things out too. And then a few months down the road, you let them go and then you have nothing left to show for it. But when you bring an expert in, there's always something great left behind. Yeah, I I, I did both. <laughs> and 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 it was in a combination of, of it too. And, and like my last hire was something like, oh, she has like, 25 years experience, all this stuff. And then it wasn't a very good fit in just personality alone. And then, you know, it was supposed to be like, look, I'm hiring premium, like this expert. So we can, she has well, established Here's, here's another thing. That, here's another know? thing, right. Is that um, the online coaching and consulting world is like the wild, wild west right now. There's not really any regulation. There's not, it's all kind of brand new and it's all still being created. It's kind of like the tech world, how like, you know, I remember when I first started working at Best Buy, like 17, 18 years ago, 18 years ago, 16, 16 years ago, when I first started working at Best Buy 16 years ago, there were these really amazing USB drives that held so much memory. It was like 132 gigabytes. 
I mean, it was like the stuff. And that thing was like $150. And then we came out with one that was like 300 gigabytes and it was like $300 and it was like, holy smokes. And then the next year when they created the terabyte hard drive, like all of a sudden those were only worth like five to $10. And it's just like technology advanced so fast. The same thing is happening in the coaching and consulting world that things are advancing so fast that it's like now it's like, you're going to get somebody who's a mentor who's done like $3 million in business, but has only been in business for one or two years. So if you're trying to build a business for longevity, that person is not your person. If you want to build a business that scales really fast with possible crashing and burning and burnout, that person is your person. If you just want to make a lot of money really fast, but it's like trying to navigate that and figure that out. Um, it can be very difficult. And so my favorite way to that is by leveraging my own network of people that I trust. And so I don't just, I don't just hire anybody anymore. And we actually went through a whole round of hiring, looking for a copywriter for my team. And, um, and I'd known some of the people that applied for a very long time and I had some really good referrals and I just still chose not to hire anybody and just continue to do the work myself because I feel like it wouldn't have been a great fit. And it's just hire slow, fire fast. And I yeah. think that that's one of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten. Yeah, that that is that is a great great advice. Um, and and that's and something... when it comes to masterminds, be okay with spending money and not making anything back. You will learn something, whether it's a great mastermind or a terrible mastermind. You will learn something. Be okay with that. Be okay. Mm -hmm. Like you made that investment on purpose. There was a lesson you needed to learn. There was something inside of there that you needed. Like, I believe all things happen for our good. Everything is working together for our good, even though we can't see it in the moment. Like the reason why I started my business during, like it was during COVID, I, I'd actually started and decided to start my business a few months prior before COVID ever hit. And I was just studying everything I could find online on YouTube. I didn't know that masterminds existed. I didn't know that programs like this existed. I didn't know any of that. And, um, what actually ended up happening is the summer before we were already on lockdown with my family because we discovered that my son had a brain tumor. And so when we found out my son had had a brain tumor, the way we found out was he was cooking in the kitchen, ended up picking up a hot pan with his bare hands and got second and third degree burns on his hands. So we were just in and out of hospitals almost constantly. He had to have four skin graft surgeries. He had brain surgery. He had tons of rehab therapy that we were going in like once or twice a week. And I mean, and we had a drive, like we were living in Oklahoma near Fort Sill at the time. And we had a drive like an hour one way and two hours the other to get to the different doctors that he needed to go to. And so we were already kind of on lockdown. So COVID was just like, hey, normal life <laughs> for us. And then also avoiding people so he didn't get sick so that we wouldn't have to postpone hospital visits. Like you don't want to have to postpone brain surgery. And, um, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. yeah. And so like we were avoiding all of that anyway at the time. And it was actually when I launched my business was two weeks after my son's brain surgery. And it was because I was watching everything that my son was going through and I was coming out and I always encouraged my kids to be entrepreneurs and to create this amazing life for themselves. But then I was just a stay at home mom. And I kept coming out, like trying to encourage my son every day. Cause he went through a time of depression, you know, his hands were burned. So he couldn't do anything with his hands for months and he couldn't, he lost all of his friends. All of his friends started making fun of him. Um, kids are mean, uh, sometimes, 
<laughs> all of his friends started making fun of him. So he lost all of his friends. He couldn't do sports. He couldn't do anything with wheels. He couldn't play with anything with his hands. So he couldn't even do like video games, computer. He couldn't even hold a remote to change channels on the TV. Couldn't feed himself, had to get help to take a shower and to go to the bathroom. And his dad worked all day in the military. So I had to help him as as his mom help an 11 year old young man go to the bathroom. So it was like very defeating for him. And he went through a time of depression for a little bit. And it was during that time, right. It was during that time. Like I would go into my closet and cry because it just like broke my heart to see this happening for my son. But then I'd come back out and I'd be that motivational speaker. So I had to go into my closet and cry by myself and then come back out and be that motivational speaker. And there was this one day we had been watching um, The Last Dance. It's the documentary with Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting here watching like Michael Jordan and my kids were like, yeah, Michael Jordan had this, Michael Jordan had that, Michael Jordan's amazing. And um, I started realizing that my kids are watching people like Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber and Mr. Beast and Michael Jordan. And they're thinking, well, they can do it because they've had all of these things happen in life and everything's been working out in their favor. But like, I'm just normal. And I realized that like it hit me that I had to show them firsthand. Like I literally came out that day and I told my son, I was like, you can do and be whatever you want in life as long as you pursue it with all of your might. And then I realized in that moment that I wasn't doing that and I wasn't showing them. Follow your own advice, right? And it was that day that I decided I was going to just start my business because I had literally like when stuff happened with my son, I was so depressed and so sad. I quit everything. And so I literally in that moment decided that I was going to pursue what I really desired to do. I was going to launch my YouTube channel, which I still haven't launched, but I was like, I'm going to launch my YouTube channel. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to start singing again. I'm going to start doing all of these things that I've wanted to do for so long and just haven't to show my kids that it's possible. Um, The business was the easiest one. Just on a side note for anyone who's listening and thinking like, well, you know, maybe I should do something else. Maybe I shouldn't do my, do your business. The business is the easiest one. And so I started pursuing my business. It wasn't until several months later that I found a mentor, but it was two weeks after my son's brain surgery that I jumped into this 10K mentorship program. And it was the most money I'd ever spent. I paid in full because um, I just gotten I just got my credit fixed and I got it approved for like a really high credit limit for the first time ever in my life. And so I just like paid in full because that was the kind of energy I wanted to put out into the world. I wanted people to want to pay me in full. And so I've sowed that energy, that energy started coming back to me and, and then my business like kind of, you know, took off. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love how you were gi- giving advice to your kids and during this I was like, look, I can't just tell them I need to show them and, and, and being able to just take the risk and just pay them full, never done this before, just go for it. Well, this is what I said when I paid. I I told my husband, I said, even if I could just make the payments on this credit card with the money that I make from what I learn in here, it would be worth it. And I think sometimes people forget that. It's like if you learned how to increase your income by 10% a month from whatever program you jumped into, even if it was only 10%, if you learned something that helped you to increase by 10% a month, it's worth it. A lot of people are just so interested in chasing this like huge, like 
they like the people who going for 10k a month like it's super easy to get to 10k a month by the way like very very easy but to get to your first 100k month like that it's just like there's so many coaches and consultants and agency owners i know that are just chasing that 100k month like that is the end all do all you are going to hit that someday it is inevitable it's going to happen because it's on your radar but it's like when you chase that 100k month it's like you lose all the joy along the way. It's like you want to go from a 10K to a 100K month overnight. And it's like, who freaking cares? It's just money. And the thing is, is that when you're chasing that higher goal, it's like you're missing all of the gratitude along the way that it's like, I used to only make 10K months and now consistently I'm making 20, 30, 40, 50K months. It's a huge jump and we forget how much we grow in such a short period of time when we don't take the time to just be grateful for it. And we'll, we'll like, there's this big movement right now of people and it's, I don't think it's intentional, but these people who've been burned, who like, they jumped into a program and they expected, they set their own expectations and everybody does this. We set our own expectations for what we're going to receive from the program. And then when we don't receive it, because maybe we didn't follow it the right way, maybe we didn't show up the way we were supposed to, maybe we just didn't really take all the actions or maybe we did. And there was just still something that was a gap. We blame the person in charge of the program and then don't even pay attention to the growth that we did have because we're so frustrated about not making the monetary goal. And it just makes no sense because any joy that you would have gotten from that, any good thing, because every time you spend money, you're investing into something and you decide what happens to that seed. Every investment is a seed that you're sowing and you reap some kind of a harvest and you decide based on how you treat the seed once you sow it, you decide whether it becomes a weed in your garden or it becomes a fruitful tree in your garden. You get to decide that by the way that you treat that investment. And so I don't just mean how you show up and whether or not you're active and all of that. I mean how you feel about the investment because how you feel about it is how you're going to treat it in the future. And if you treat it like it was a weed, it becomes a weed for you, even if it would have been a harvest. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about all the different programs that I've invested and stuff and I've gone through all the things he described. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and, and when I say all the things you describe, I, I include both, you know, like the bad and the good, right? Because um, I, I was, I was in this coaching program and, and to be honest, I was like, this is not a bad program, but I'm not getting what I thought I was going to get. And I'm not like, I'm not moving forward, even though I'm, going I'm going to these calls and I'm learning and I feel like I learn a lot and then but I keep thinking like what am I missing like what like I'm going I'm putting so much effort into these things and I still don't see like the I don't see don't see results I'm not getting sales even though I'm going to sales calls all the time and having from a from a guy that is like one of the best that I've ever seen and it's and to this day I've learned from so many people and I still look back it's like damn that's one of the best if not the best uh sales coach that I've that I've been with and, and to this day like it, but I think it's like damn like I, I wasn't I was expecting to make all this money and then nothing was like really coming out uh I did learn but I was like damn but I wasn't the person that I that I thought that I was to be able to reap the benefits of this I needed to grow and and so that's why like while I was going through it, I was like kind of frustrated but at the same time it, I was thinking well I learned a lot about sales 
I still to this day look at back at it and was like, well, I did learn a lot of it. I made some connections that I still uh, talk to them to this day. So I, I make them clients or partners and stuff. So I was like, look, like, yeah, it wasn't the desired outcome that I had in mind when I invested necessarily. I got my own expectations, but a lot of good came out of it in different forms. And um, and another thing that I think is, is just, look, w- when you do something, you did it, right? Like, just thinking about, oh, I should be here or I it should have been this way or whatever. Like I, I think about, I don't know where I learned this this phrase. Someone told me like shit on the should have, shit on the should have. And I'm like, I think about this. It's kind of like one of my mantras right now. It's like, because damn, I, I always, I always caught myself by accident. It's just like my, my, my monkey brain, right? My, my monster just, just goes to that way. And I don't caught and I don't, I don't get it. It's like, oh, like, oh. If I would have done it like this, I would be here. Or if I wouldn't done this, then I would like, but like, I'm just creating situations in my mind for no reason, just to torture myself. Cause I mean, it happened, right? Like it's in the past. I can't really do anything about it other than learn from it and then just move forward, right? Like you can go back, but you can always move forward. So that's, that's uh, my, my two cents based on, on what you're saying. And uh, this, this has been like a, very 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 value packed conversation a lot of deep deep things and which i really like because there's no business problems it's just personal problems that reflect on business and and that's why it's it's very it's very important to know that mindset is everything into like you say like perspective and like i say all the time like perspective is everything so in your where you put your focus so Hopefully, uh, when people listen to this, uh, they can digest at least those key points, right? Because we were talking about so many different things, so many different stories. So hopefully, um, we can at least, if there's a couple points that we 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 are able to deliver to the audience as takeaways, are to just you know, what you're focusing on, right? Like where you, where your focus goes, your energy flows, right? And and, and to always. Uh, see the good on every single decision that you make because things they happen for a reason right and and if and if it's not at the at the end this is something that i learned from shia labeouf a video that i saw he was on a podcast he says like at the end everything is gonna be all right and if it's not all right then it's not the end so just keep pushing yeah that's like the last thing that i want to leave you guys with so um you know thanks for for all the information that you're covering here sierra like this this being super good and i know there's gonna be people it's like look she is amazing so i want to i want to be able to contact her so how can people find you yeah so you guys can add me as a friend on facebook because i still have a few spaces left on my friends list um it's c-i-e-r-r-a last name is l-u-e-c-k uh we also have a facebook group we just changed the name but if you type in facebook.com slash groups slash groups make money um it'll bring up group leaders united and the whole goal inside of that group is to help group leaders collaborate with other group leaders to exponentially grow each other's audiences and so um we have several different ways that we work with people in consulting DIY courses. Um, I have a book out there. We've got lots of different things. So if you jump inside the group, we have information on all of that and you can find it all there. Perfect. So just remind to send me or the email of my admin uh, those links. So we make sure that we put them on the description. So make it easy for people to join. I know that I, I don't think I'm in it. I don't I don't think I'm in it. So well, um, join. 
Yeah, I definitely got to. <laughs> we join. were at I... we were at six 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 members the other day, and I was like, "Quick, somebody join my group. This is not this is not good vibes." And so, uh, we we actually are about to cross over into seven hundred members, and it's just I think we're going to be over a thousand by the end of the year. It's a it's a lot of really great people inside of that group, and so Amazing. it's a great place to network and connect. Can't wait, can't wait to be there. Uh, make sure to give me that link so I can join and I can put it in the description. Uh, this was this was amazing. I'm looking forward to learn more from you uh, and to to hopefully uh, have some some good partnership. I know that you invited me already to to give you some of my perspective and my expertise to the course that you're building. So you know I'm excited for that and to be able to add value in your community. I'm always giving value. You know I have more people that I can put in my podcast. They can probably have podcasts that they can oh. put me in. Oh, right? you're gonna find so many amazing people inside of the group. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. So yeah, like after this, that's the first thing I'm going to do. And um, yeah, like this, thanks, thanks, you know, thanks again for for just taking the time and come here. And this is a lot, you know, it was longer than I usually do, but it was just so, so good that I, I could have ended sooner. But then I was like, you know what, I just want to get your perspective on this. And then I told you my story. Uh, and it was just because I just I saw the opportunity. I was like, "Look, I I really like the way that she's playing things. I'm I'm going for it, right? I, I'm I'm that's the reason of this is is for me to learn and then share what I'm learning, basically, right? Like I'm a very curious person and I always ask. So hopefully this gives people perspective and 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 I ask the right questions that they wanted to know, right? <laughs> so, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I I'm sure that you will. Whatever your intention is that you said is what you're gonna find. So I'm absolutely sure that your people are gonna love it. Thank you sure. so much, Foo. <laughs> almost called you james yeah that, that happens it's fine you'll get it you'll you, you get used to it as you see me in the group and you know i tell calling myself foo and everybody's foo foo and yeah you know you'll get it but anyway so thanks thanks again and uh this was sierra and foo and this is us signing off thanks for listening to moments with foo with your host foo Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.